Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Hipsters Chronicles. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where from the period of time of March 2021 through June 2022, I interviewed 182 founders, executives, entrepreneurs, artists, and authors from over 50 different countries and built a global audience in 165 countries while posting and producing my podcast at the Irish Tech News platform. Since then, I realized there's a lot of incredible content in the interviews that I had and my interviews with thought leadership podcast interviews that had amazing gems, amazing gems from um, all the guests that I was able to interview. And so I've chosen and decided to create the uh, Crypto Hipsters Chronicles series, which is a series of the gems, the, the little tiny pieces from each of the interviews that I had in the areas of Bitcoin, Ethereum, metaverses, NFTs, regulatory issues in crypto globally, art, and you name it across the wide spectrum of different verticals in blockchain and crypto industry and in fintech and mobility and sustainability as well. Uh, these are about 15 minutes long, each uh, chronicle, and has three, four, or five different segments from different interviews. So I hope you enjoy them. Uh, I hope you have uh, learned a lot. And if you'd like to um, listen to the full podcasts, they are available online at both the Irish Tech News um, and on Anchor. And uh, in a future date, will be available on the Crypto Hipsters station as well. So please enjoy and uh, talk to you soon. Hello and welcome to Crypto Hipsters Chronicles, episode 43. The strength of the triangle mindset, leveraging the intersection of artificial intelligence and VR machine learning, and blockchain technology to benefit humanity. This episode is a compilation of three podcasts and four guests. The guests are Mark Wittenberg, who is the president of Canadian Dealers Solutions, and Mikhail Rodoslavich, who is the COO of Voice Life. Second, Matt Dixon, who is the CEO and founder of eBay. EVAI.io. And third is Jonathan Ovedia, who's the CEO at Ovex at the time of the interview, was with AEX Lab. Enjoy. We talked about the, you know, what could kill Ethereum, right? What could kill Bitcoin? Right. Well, the only thing we came up with is, you know, quantum, right? So how is right. first first of all how is shadow related to quantum computing and and could could it quantum computing be used to kill Ethereum and Bitcoin? Oh boy, that's a good question. I I, I mean first of all we're here to protect. Um, there's vulnerabilities for sure. I, I would I would say that I think with quantum computing as we move forward. I don't think it'll kill Bitcoin and Ethereum. Absolutely not. But there's always risk to people's private information for sure. Um, 
you know, but again, that's kind of where we where we come into play. We're kind of foreseeing um, some challenges in the space. So we've, you know, Hypersphere has come up with, it, uh, you know, an, an immunity to that. So. What's the immunity? Uh, well, quantum, it's quantum immunity. So with sh with key shadowing. So, so good. So I mean, shadowing technology can help with uh, can help with lots of uh, blockchain vulnerabilities. If you lose your private key, um, you you can't authorize new transactions. For example, you can spend or redeem your bitcoins. This has happened uh, without any bad actors involved. If someone hacks your private key, the hacker can pretend to be you. Obviously, if someone derives your uh, private key from public key, the hacker can pretend to be you. So this vulnerability has become more acute due to, due to the surprisingly and rapid advances of quantum computing. Example, MIT Technology Review, quantum computers pose an imminent threat to Bitcoin security, which you mentioned, and that was back in, I think that uh, article was back in 2017. So um, when we do key shadowing, uh, we're absolutely quantum immune. And you also said that this technology will revolutionize the way that we charge our smartphones and mobile devices. Um, how is that going to How is that going to revolutionize? Okay, so with with our continuous wireless power energy system, you don't need to think about charging anymore. So, simply put, you will be able to set up your phone uh, that every time your your battery capacity drops down to 80 percent it charges back to 100 percent and this is going to be achieved by the trans flexible transceiver that we have uh, uh, because it, it allows us to constantly harvest the energy from the ambient and terahertz waves around us and convert it into electricity for a continuous charge of the mobile devices. So let's say, imagine now that you have headphones that never run out of power, or yeah, smartphones, drones that can fly forever. That's amazing. I I had to plug in my phone just to get back to twenty percent. So <laughs> yeah. Um, if it's on all the time, that'd be awesome. Yes, and and we are getting there. We are going to get there in, in the near future. I, I'll have to add that Voice Life, we decided in 2001, actually, before I joined the Voice Life in September, they decided to transform from a manufacturing company to a licensing company. So that, that will allow us to focus only on uh, technology development and new patents and we don't need to worry about the supply chain logistics etc that's revolutionary right there right indeed so um one of the things that you guys use is you use the the verge life crypto Right in your in your technology, how does how does it that work? Okay, so uh, um, it works uh, uh, on our flexible transceiver. One of the components will be uh, uh, Verge, 
which basically says that it will be a Verge blockchain because without Verge, we cannot use far-field charging. You need blockchain and you need internet connection for that. It's not required for near-field charging, but obviously far-field wireless charging is much more powerful and it requires Verge to be used to, to, to start the chart, to initiate the charge. Um, and I want to know what the benefits are. Your company works at the intersection of artificial intelligence, machine learning, and blockchain technology, right? Um, what does that intersection look like to you? And what, what are the benefits of having, you know, being in that space? Like I look at it like a triangle. Being in the middle of that triangle, what are the benefits to you? And what are the benefits to society? Well, there's no doubt that blockchain itself is... I believe is a massive benefit in terms of um, commercial productivity, commercial efficiency. So just looking at you know practical cases, very very simple use case of you know um, Bitcoin or or Litecoin, for example, transferring money around the world. In days past, we used to have to do go into the bank to do an international transfer, which was um, took an awful lot of time. There's a lot of expense um, and, a, and a lot of cost. Yeah, well, expense cost. Um, these days, we can do a transfer across the world, you know, all the way around the world um, using, for example, Litecoin. We can transfer a million dollars in a, match, in, a, in a few moments. Um, we can actually verify that the, that the transaction has been received the other side. So we know work can actually start to take place immediately. And the cost is just a few cents. So the cost savings are massive. The biggest saving for us is actually the time saving. So when we, we used to pay lawyers, for example, halfway around the world to be working on um, things for us, then um, we wanted them to start work straight away. We can't wait for them to receive the money the next day with all the cost implications as well. Um, people in business these days need stuff doing quickly. When you think about property transactions, how long does it take for property conveyancing and for all that process to go through when with the use of smart contracts these days, things can actually be done almost immediately. And we're seeing the use of NFTs for all, all these transactions, for being able to remunerate artists for their work. It just brings so much more efficiency to the business world. Um, reliability, cost savings, time savings, it's just so much of a benefit. But then there are so many, as we said, so many use cases out there, the 13,000 cryptos that are out there in the marketplace now. Uh, it's important to have something like eBay to identify that true underlying value. So, you know, how do people know where to invest their money? How do people know which um, is the right um, protocol to use to transfer money to do all the different things that they want to do? And that's really why um, the intersection, as you say, between artificial intelligence and machine learning, which can optimize efficiency very well, it can you can actually use artificial intelligence to identify the factors themselves which are relevant so getting more and more decentralized and if you think about it all the problems in history have really been to do with centralization of power once you have centralization of power you've got potential for abuse the abuse of that power and unfortunately that's part of human nature so it's why this this current um massive uh 
revolution that we're seeing in technology with the decentralization it empowers people all over the world so you're talking about people in um far off communities all around the world whether it be africa asia wherever it might be um, but even people within the, what they call the developed countries this gives everybody equal opportunity so that people with a mind and there are some very smart people everywhere in the world they actually now have the same opportunity because they're not held back by the centralization of power this decentralization enables people it truly democratizes um um the the power of blockchain and this is the, sort of this intersection it's just amazing opportunity for mankind now to take a real leap forward and enable everybody to participate in this big move that we're going to see so one of the things that i focus on in in crypto and blockchain is you know um i have an interest in, in social impact and global impact and, and change in the world right um so how um how's virtual reality at a high level you know shaping or reshaping uh the world the way that we do things today and we'll be doing things i think one of the main things i like to think about is when we're here in the physical world we always have this resource scarce mentality when you're in the digital world you go from being resource scarce to resource abundant you no longer confined to to physical resource constraints anymore so that's one way that i like to think about it the other way i like to think about it is experiences in life tend to be the most expensive thing right most people across the world they focus on food shelter and health and if they can hit those three they're already considered to be in the top percentile experiences tend to be the most expensive and tend to be reserved for the wealthy but in virtual reality you can give people so many different experiences for a very affordable price it's it's cheaper than an iphone it's cheaper than a macbook it's cheaper than you know a playstation 5 or xbox so one of the things that really drives me is being able to to see a future that virtual reality can allow families all across the globe just beautiful experiences i mean i see a future where people can go and rent out uh you know a hawaii vacation from other parts of the world just to be able to see it and then also with the hardware the haptic suit the scent machines there's a lot of different things that people are building that will make it so it's almost indistinguishable from the real world and instead of having to spend who knows how many thousands of dollars going to hawaii you know from the comfort of your own home with your family you can go and see this and I believe experiences and culture and education will be able to have a very large impact uh, on the world using this technology. So you see it as a replacement for for people not, who are, are, are kind of like maybe constrained or unable to to have those experiences to to really experience life. That's the thing. It's it's for so many people because if you can't afford experiences, you now have a chance for experiences. If you can't afford experiences. You have a chance for experiences that money can't buy because virtual reality allows you to do things that you couldn't do in the physical world. So across the spectrum, right, it can enhance people's lives and give people experiences that were never imaginable before. And that to me is, is quite exciting. So, and how do we, how do you think we incorporate the crypto rails into? So this is, this is something that got me really excited as well. When you think about the digital world, most people spend most of their time in the digital world. Most people take the digital world more seriously than, than the physical world. Um, 
And at the end of the day, we believe that digital ownership is only possible using blockchain technology, using cryptocurrencies, using NFTs. You want people to be able to own their digital presence, their digital assets, their digital worlds. You want them to be able to own it so they can feel comfortable in it and can do so much more. The only way to do that is using blockchain technology. So that's one of the reasons why I believe that virtual reality and blockchain, they go together like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, really, they're a perfect fit for each other. I don't think that there could be a metaverse in VR without blockchain technology. And I don't think that blockchain technology could build a metaverse without virtual reality technology. I think they're completely dependent upon one another. And it's a beautiful thing because luckily they, they match up so well.